Welcome to the final episode of No One's Guilty Pleasure for the year 2022. Running 25 episodes strong, and I'm very grateful for all of you who listen, download, and share this show. It's been such a fun outlet for me, and I'm really excited to bring you even more next year. For our final episode of the year, we are approaching the original romantic comedy, When Harry Met Sally. My friends Jade and Laura joined me, and I have to warn you that if you love this movie, this episode may not be for you. I had made the mistake thinking they had seen it before and been fans, and I was maybe 0 for 2 on both elements. Um, Probably should have invited Josh instead, as he cited this as one of his favorites. So my resolution for 2023 is to do a little more research on the potential guest before I make a match with a movie. So there's always room for improvement. But if you love a roasting, you can enjoy this episode. Um, And we still have a lot of fun dissecting and talking about it and continuing with the theme of the long standing theory of the steak and potatoes couples. I will be back on January. So this is, so you guys know, because I don't know that, you know, the final episode of 2022 for the first year of No One's Guilty Pleasure podcast. So big day, big day Um, or night, depending where you're listening from. But I picked this not because it's like a holiday holiday movie, but some people think of it as like a seasonal movie. You know, the big moment is during New Year's Eve and this is going to come out that like weird week between Christmas and New Year's. So fair. Felt right. I haven't seen this movie, so I didn't realize how holiday it was. And I was like, oh, you've never seen it. Neither did I. I know. Yeah. I was going to say, Laura told me she'd never seen it, but I guess since your husband said it was one of his faves, I just made assumptions about couples just doing all the same things together. But he is so much older than us, as he made clear. Yeah. I mean, this movie came out before I was born, so. Yeah, Josh yeah. was already 23 and was watching this movie. With <laughs> he was his already aged. First girlfriend. Yeah. He was actually Benjamin Buttoning at that point. He was actually a 54-year-old man at that point. <laughs> That's, that accounts for his love of uh, the Civil War so much. He was there. Yeah, he saw it. <laughs> um, obviously, people who are listening know that this is actually about when Harry met Sally. So... <laughs> As we just mentioned, so I've seen it a couple of times. It's really good and it sets the like tone for like, I guess people's buying into the romantic comedy, but it's not, I think what people think of when they hear rom-com in the sense that it's like not zany and harebrained and bright colors and people like crashing into each other and being chaotic. It's like very even paced um throughout time and it's like a long-term situation I will say uh, so this was my first time watch ever never seen it I didn't even know what the plot of the movie was me neither yeah yeah so as I'm watching it I'm just like oh, wait sorry to cut you off but let me just say that this is my <laughs> friends Jaden these are my friends Jaden Laura <laughs> Longtime friends. Jade, you're a three-peat guest. There's only I think, one other person who's a three-peat guest. So oh, I think it's Carly and Amber. Amber's probably been on three times. Codependent like that. Um, so yeah, you might be the third three-peat. Um, but sorry. So Jade and Laura. Continue. The only thing I knew about was the scene where she fakes an orgasm. In Same. That's all I knew. Knew no plot line whatsoever. 
Yeah, because it was like maybe on like an MTV or VH1 like countdown situation. It's just like a pop culture reference that I think. Yeah. So Jade, initial initial feelings? This movie's mad boring. I agree. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I love it. Sounds like it's gonna be another roasting sesh. I was gonna say the only Nora Ephron one I've actually ever seen is You've Got Mail. And I was like, that one was better. It was way better. I watched it immediately after this one. Well, it was her third out double feature. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a you got male stan, not so much when Harry met Sally. Sorry. Yeah, I think age is important too when you watch something and also a point in your life and all these kind of things. I think it's important that you haven't seen a bunch of rom-coms before you see this movie. Because I feel like a lot of tropes that you see in rom-coms now are derived from this movie. Yeah. But if it's the first time you've ever seen it and you've already got that catalog, you're like, eh, derivative. Except everything's derived from this. You just get it all backwards. Yeah. So what's that word? You must know it. It has to be like the opposite of derivative. Like intuitive? No. No. That's I don't know if there is an opposite word of derivative. Originalized. A logarithm. Algorithmalized. <laughs> just say it backwards. That's the word. Exactly, exactly. That's it's what opposite word is. <laughs> okay, so we were not fans. Okay. Were there any like at least moments or lines that made you giggle or internally chuckle? Well, there was a line that my dad has been quoting my entire life and I didn't know it was from this. What line is there? The one where he's like talking weird and he's like, there's too much pepper in my poppycosh, but I'll partake oh, in your yeah, pecan pie. Yeah. My dad's just weird. And I thought that's just something he made up and it was weird. But then I'm watching this. I was like, wait, this is a real thing. Yeah. You're like, it's not just my dad. Like, <laughs> it's not just my dad. <laughs> my dad just there yeah. was something I thought was hilarious. Now I can't find it in my notes. I mean, I like, I mean part was the part where he they're speed walking in the park and they're both men are wearing leggings and they're speed walking and their little hips are ticky-tocky <laughs> and that's just like ah oh, physical comedy is the best thing this movie has yeah I think people really like put their money into Billy Crystal which is a choice because like he was one of those like biggest comedians at the time Looking back, so she was 27 and he was 41 when this movie was made. And I, I feel like it shows because he looked yeah. really bad at the makeup thing. Like, you know, when they're trying to make him look like he was 21. And so it was just like a lot for me um, to process that because she looked, she was good at looking 22 when it was time to look 22, but she was also good at looking 27 and 32 and 34 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I like the bit where like, what I like in this movie, even though it's like not one of my go-tos per se, is like the little conversations like about human behavior, because like a lot of it is just uh, some of it's outdated, but some of it's accurate. And I love um, when they're like on the phone with each other and he's like, there's like low maintenance people and high maintenance. People. Oh, yeah. And she's like, which one am I? And he's like, you're the worst. <laughs> high maintenance, but you think you're low maintenance. Um, I thought you guys would be 
fans of like how she was super extra and like customizing all her orders and like arranging things in such a way meaning the guy at the wrong the right guy at the wrong time and that person ending up just being a transition guy even though it's a guy that oh yeah and I was like oh yeah when the ex-boyfriend says he's uh getting married getting married to that girl well in that same breakdown she's like I'm gonna be 40 and he's like in eight years and she's just like but it's there and it's staring me in the face I was like I can relate to that she um she's very particular I was I like as I was watching the because he's also super intense I was like of course pulling the astrology of it all in my mind I feel like I feel like he's a cancer and she's a Virgo no shade to you Jade but like you're not like a you're not a capital D Virgo do you know what I'm saying like you're a Virgo in some tendencies, but you're not like that. Because I have that cancer, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you're their child. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but like that unflinching, like uncompromising sense of like, no, I'm always right, no matter what I'm saying, even if it doesn't. That's clear. I will say about the Virgos in my life are like that. Good for her for trying to get what she wants, but at like doing it at a diner in the middle of nowhere bad call and doing it on a plane also awful what just if, like what if, you're allowed to order yeah. crazy stuff you just have to temper it to the right audience and an overworked uh flight attendant is not the person to be like i want to do three quarters of a tomato juice a regular tomato juice and then top it off with bloody mary mix and then a splash of vodka on top of that i'm like good god you were this was pre 9-11 and pre like <laughs> when flying was fun and you didn't have to like be strip shark searched and still yeah, it's a little had, rude it's rude that were but... too close together so it wasn't that fun like I think you're thinking of like Pan Am <laughs> like the 60s. I was looking at their seats though and I was like god the coolest thing about this movie is how much space you had on an airplane in the 80s oh, there was, was room to I walk by the cars I was like, oh no, I still saw it as like, oh no, they're starting to sardine them. Just like oh. because they had the three on each side. And that's already too much for me. That's the worst kind of flight. No, a lot of personal space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um yeah, I like the little conversations, even though some of them are like kind of outdated. Um, what's your take on like the whole premise of the movie of the men and women friends? Because Loki, I agree in the sense that like I've never met a single straight man that's like not associated with somebody else as an adult that I'm like need to be friends with or like is interested in being platonic friends for no reason because like they were basically just dating for like a whole year I thought the same thing without having any like physical contact and like really religious people do that too (laughs) (laughs) We've seen the Duggars. Like you can be in a full relationship for years with never kissing. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have some friends that like are fully platonic, but I've always met them through like it's a friend's roommate or like I don't know. But do you have like a one-on-one like you spend alone time with that person regularly discussing each other's deep life stuff? Less regularly now, but somewhat regularly yeah I mean he and I used to take a photography class together just us so but like there is no like sexual tension ever with this person but that might be because he was my friend's roommate okay 
Well, I can't really. <laughs> That's the only like good example I can think of. There's always like a flirtatious element usually, except with this person. I don't think there's ever been a flirtatious element. Jade, any? I just, I don't want to agree with the premise of the movie, but I think that they do a good job of bearing it out. Cause you're right. They like, were just dating and not having sex with each other, which isn't the it, same. It was the amount of alone time spent together along with like the depth of the. They were just like on a museum date at one point, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that takes a lot to be like, yeah, right. let's just sit together at this museum or like the shopping and like the like level of the fights that they had and then they like hugged each other all intensely i'm like first of all i'm never like that deep in an argument with any friends period but like especially any guy friends i had from like childhood that were grown-ups now it's like yeah the weird thing though despite the fact that they're like platonically dating if we want to call it that is and y'all can disagree with me but there's like no chemistry between them no like when they start because he's so old yeah but when they start kissing when she's like upset that joe's getting married i was like ah what ew and i was like oh right these are the two romantic leads i'm supposed to be rooting for them yeah this is gross i don't like this yeah like it it just wasn't sexy like i think they i think they make sense like as a couple and there are couples who are just less excited by each other than other (laughs) to be companions with one another um i don't think they think they're asexual but they're just you know not as spritzy if you will yeah i mean i've been hearing about this movie my entire life and like i just don't get the hype i guess Mm -hmm. like i did not feel their chemistry like i i don't get it i don't get it yeah, I think external hype is always bad. Like that's why I'm always a bit of a contrarian. People are like, "I love this. You have to do this, or you have to see this." Because if like too many people say that, it's kind of like, "Hmm, is it actually good, or did you all just agree upon that?" I think it's like a good examination of like people's like people's words versus their actions, and like in terms of like it's more of like a character study movie rather than a here's like the situation kind of move you know like people want to a bunch of you know hijinks and zany and will they won't they and it's more that's a good take on this this is definitely a character driven movie and not a plot driven movie would you Mm -hmm. date any of the leads Mm. i mean none of the men in this movie are attractive first of all (laughs) personality wise the personality ways i don't i don't even know because even like his friend i'm just like yeah no the friend was beyond like when he was like nobody's ever quoted me to me i did laugh out loud but i was like god what a dick (laughs) (laughs) i did love that line though like i there's like i don't watch this frequently enough to like remember it so whenever i see something that makes me laugh like it's that like catches you off guard. I love that Carrie Fisher's in it too, because she's just a legend. And I love how she's like just dating married men or suggesting people that she already dated to her friend. Like he's never going to leave his wife. I know. I know you're right. <laughs> like hot He spent $150 on a nightgown for her. He's never going to leave his wife. <laughs> no, Harry has strong cancer energy. And therefore I have to say an absolute no for me. 
not my vibe. I, so I was like, at, at a, like if my life had gone differently, I think I would have been Carrie Fisher at that lunch, talking <laughs> about silo facts of things. True. <laughs> I, I did find, I did find the Rolodex of contacts relatable. I was like, I mean, that's what I have in my cell phone and my Instagram now, but like, I feel like but not even an address book, a Rolodex. Yeah. That's me. Have the like, before with like the business cards and the addresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No. Okay. Do you think that they're still together? No, probably. What? They I think they're so yeah. boring that they're not going to find anybody else. I think they're not boring. I think they're so intense and like, uh, what's the word? Like idios. It's not like not an idios. Yeah, idios and so, Like they're just so particular that like no one else is going to put up with their shit, so they know that it has to be each other. That's how I feel about my I Disagree hard. I think these there's a couple that breaks up pretty fast. So they're married at the end. How long do you I think they've been married? Three months of like actual dating. Well, I actually said 12 years and three months. Yeah. Yeah. But they together. That's different. I together two they, years emotionally. They they move in together and I bet they drive them drive each other crazy. Oh, for sure. It out. And then they break up. It's not well, quite already been divorced, so yeah. Over two. Yeah. I feel like they might like have these big fights and threaten to break up and then they're just like wait yeah. nobody else is gonna love me because we're both crazy and so we're gonna stay together yeah that's, but that's so what crazy. I tell my parents too I, I feel can. like they'll find somebody else that they that they believe they'll find somebody else yeah I tell my parents when they argue in front of me on FaceTime I'm like look at each other look at each other and when they do I go no one loves you more than that person. So don't mess it up. Not in a nice way, Jade. In a like sounds sweet. <laughs> you know. You guys are used to my monotone voice. Um, I'm like, <laughs> and my dad once was like, My mom does. And I'm like, No, she doesn't. Not more than Vicky does. And then I was like, She probably loves me more than she loves you. And he's like, That's true. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, so keep it together, folks. Keep it together um star power of the cast then versus now I feel like for our generation obviously Meg Ryan is probably the winner um so you have like oh he's not in the movie I just forget that like he's not in the movie he's the director because like Rob Reiner like um, yeah. the director so I was like oh yeah Rob Reiner is a big star but he's not in the film um I feel like Avi Nora Ephron's legacy is like the most famous bit that's still left with the trio of movies and then um billy crystal just like retired you know i feel like i was actually if you asked josh he'd be like billy crystal is still the biggest he was actually i have a note about now josh that's what i'm saying now i would say meg ryan i don't know what meg ryan's done since like what kate and leopold but okay, so who's more famous than her in the movie? In the movie, Carrie no, Fisher. maybe Carrie Fisher, yeah. Now, yeah, deceased, but yeah, yeah, still though. So what's Josh's note? Oh, Josh's note was that Billy Crystal's so cool in this movie, or is cool, uh, sneakers, and he has like <laughs> and he's got a Yankees hat, and I was like. Okay. I mean, I like his like white fisherman sweater. Me too. Specific note on that one. Yeah, that's a great sweater. 
it looks better on Chris Evans, but like great sweater. I didn't right. see, I don't, I guess it's Billy Crystal. So I wasn't looking closely <laughs> at the time. I think it's just I was one looking of the at images. his wig a lot in the first two or three scenes. Oh, those were horrible. There's like something on TikTok that's like talking about like Meg Ryan fall and like everybody's trying to dress like Meg Ryan and some girl was like, but wait, Billy Crystal. And it's that image of him. Like when they're doing the carpet, he's got the white, like fisherman sweater. Oh, like, that's a great sweater. down together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at her outfit. I don't care. Well, about he's got a great okay. sweater. <laughs> that was. I was by the clothes because I feel like everything Meg Ryan wore, I was like, I'd wear that. In fact, I think I see people wearing these get-ups it's, all the time. The trousers yeah. are very in right now with all the Gen Zs. Mm-hmm. The pleated trousers, that's a total Meg Ryan look. And I like that pants have gotten back that hide again, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't want to see butt like, backs ever again. I don't yeah. like the high high because I feel like it starts carving out my vagina. Like this <laughs> guy's like too high and it's just like well you I gotta have the proper inseam. I will see, say Meg Ryan's biggest misstep was that ugly fucking hat she wore in multiple scenes throughout. Oh yeah the one that was like the bonnet looking hat that was like oh. this way. Yeah and at one point she wears it to go get a Christmas tree and like girl that hat a isn't cute so like why but b it's not warm either and it's clearly cold outside what the fuck it's just a pain in the butt to keep it on your head at that point right probably like bobby pinned it or something because she seems like too much effort for an ugly hat it's such she She carried a christmas tree by herself yeah that part like really took me out i was like girl you're pushing this all by yourself where was carrie fisher get a friend to help you fucking her now husband that loves she could take 20 minutes like where are your friends are you telling me you have no other friends that can help you carry a christmas tree i thought you carry a christmas tree in this movie was like aside from carrie and bruno kirby like they don't have is that his name uh yeah that's actor's name they don't have a lot of friends period and it's not like you have to have like you know myriad people but like i would say four friends seems appropriate or get a smaller tree <laughs> like the tree is not the concern anymore <laughs> the concern is like that's why they stay together forever because they don't even have other friends besides the two that they accidentally see because up. they need somebody to help them carry well they have that other tree. There's yeah. like that other woman that was like already married and like settled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forget about her real fast. There was the jade of the group that was already settled. Yeah. What? I agree with Laura. Get a smaller tree. Also, her whole apartment building is full of pine needles now. That shit does not come out of a lot of mess. <laughs> she, she doesn't seem like the most considerate person again if we re- revisit her asshole ordering through all of yeah. them. I mean, like, I appreciate that she knows what she wants, but like, that's just too much yeah well it's just like i am really picky about cocktails i just don't order cocktails i'll just order wine or like trash drinks like you also have to like adjust to your setting mm-hmm. talk about a steak she's a big steak house <laughs> <laughs> medium uh, yeah oh, like a, a t-bone the kind of steak you can get where you get every cut yeah. of steak <laughs> and he's deaf like unseasoned potatoes oh yeah He's, he's, he's also, definitely unseasoned for sure. He's a soggy potato because he's a whiny baby. Mm, he's a well done steak, y'all. What is so? What explain the difference between the T bone steak and the well done steak for the listeners? Well, well done, just because he's like 
dark and moody and just too he much. He really leaned into tough. that like personality. Like he was using depression as a personality. It was like using <laughs> some fucking Lexapro and like <laughs> therapy twice a month and just like work through your shit, baby. True. When she was like, when he was like, well, I read the last page of a book. That way if I die, I can oh. know what And she was like, that doesn't make you deep. I was like, get him, girl. Get him. Get him. Literally poke holes through. Because it was truly the dumbest. Calm down over there. Like trying to be a pseudo intellectual. And I'm not about it. Yeah. He, he, he definitely was the blueprint for a lot of guys in the world. Um, obviously, the most famous line is I'll have what she's having. <laughs> what did you guys think of when you saw the orgasm scene at last, like in the context of the movie? Were you just like, meh? Yeah. Like, this is out of character for her. She's like uptight and that's true. Like, I felt like she really wanted like she to would prove do a point, though. Like, she was really like, I mean, she proved her point. Her, her will to like debate him is stronger than like her rigidness. Do you know what I mean? Like her yeah. need to be right and win felt like it was out. like, that's what made sense to me for doing that. But I agree that like, you wouldn't expect it from her. And I think that was meant to be the kind of like, again, at that time for the kind of movies that were out, like more of the shock value. I yeah. guess it was like the one hijinks that they threw in there. It was their dabbling in the hijinks area. Yeah. You have the bit where they're like doing the karaoke scene. Again, it's like not um, hijinks, hijinks, but like the little character comedies of like, they have the like boyfriend and girlfriend that are like the boring people at the charades thing. And mm-hmm. she, well, he doesn't like sweets. And they're like, she doesn't like, you know, something to do with the guy and all of that stuff. So yeah, you have to remember too, like literally this was 1989. So like pretty much no rom-coms. It was like lots of teen movies in like early eighties, but not like rom-com, like before, like the reason they referenced Casablanca is because like probably before that, that's like the most famous, like will they, won't they storyline. Like I can see it's an origin for a lot of the hijinks that you see in like early 2000s, but I feel like the early 2000s rom-coms just did them so much better. Like they took what they saw and when Harry met Sally and just like made it a hundred times better and more entertaining. Who would you put as better? Um, well, the first thing in my mind for the karaoke scene is my best friend's wedding. Um, then like the charades thing, more recent, all I can think of is like, we're the Millers. And that's, I don't know if that's a rom-com. That's definitely like hijinks like the heavy movie comedy yeah 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 my best friend's wedding definitely another character study of people who were all making very bad decisions for their lives but at least it's more entertaining (laughs) yeah i mean i did i talked about it alone for 45 minutes it's not like i don't have things to say see that movie i can watch again and again even though you know the characters are doing terrible things but i don't know yeah I didn't know that she was the villain for like the first 25 years of my life. I think everybody came to realize Seven. that. And I was like, oh, it's wrong to like break up engaged couples, even if you're cooler than that chick. Well, not only that, like he kind of sucks too. Like, I think, I think everybody has learned in the last few years, there's many wrongs in this movie. <laughs> I want to ask though an important question because this is, this actually ties into this. So Carrie Fisher and that dude get married after dating for four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry and Sally get married after dating for three. 
in uh, my best friend's wedding, he's engaged oh, yeah. to like two months of dating. What the fuck is going on in the late 80s, early 90s? Were people actually doing this? Or is this just like a fun thing that movies were like, sure, people might buy this? I mean, I don't know. I feel, I mean, like these people were definitely having premarital sex. So it's not <laughs> like an issue of like, we gotta, we gotta put the ring on it before we can mm-hmm. get down. But I don't know. I That's think there's also question. just like, I think these movies are bad example. So again, Harry and Sally, slightly different because like they already wasted so much fucking time. Like, <laughs> just go get married. Like, be done. We've been with together it. for 12 years. Um, Marie was thirsty, so like she really <laughs> get married. Like, you know what I mean? She was like, I need a ring, I need it to be official, you know, blah blah. Because, like, you know, she was always going after married guys. Why? Because she wanted a husband. Uh, <laughs> she just went about it the wrong way, you know. She needs <laughs> to unpack that in therapy. Yeah. Well, she's married now, so she succeeded. She <laughs> she has actualized in her mind. And then in real life, yeah, and then my best friend's wedding again, people who didn't know themselves, so they we're making choices like out of like impulses and all that she's also a literal child in my best friend's wedding yeah I feel like in real life though it just depends on like certainty like where you are in life like if you know somebody for long enough I think like meeting and then in through like the uh who's it Marie and what's his name Jess them Jess knew it was something there's I'll give like if we're gonna just like suspend disbelief what I will do is like they know they're they're each other they're best friends with each other's best friends if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so there's like okay you really can't be a serial killer or like you know what I mean it's like you you already know each other well enough that if you do have like that chemistry you get on you're both mentally in that place because like there's people who literally are in a time where like whoever's next i'll marry them because i'm just like the light went off you know not they hopped them. into that cab real fast yeah <laughs> they were ready well it's kind of like harry said to her at the beginning like you've never had great sex so he wouldn't know that, that was like true not that exciting so um they knew that they liked that they knew that they weren't gonna like possibly get murdered by each other at least not in a string of victims and so they said sure like they also seemed like they didn't have a lot to lose you know what i mean like again people without families and many friends like they're just yeah. like desperate to cling to one another do you know what I mean like I yeah. was a girl who was in her 30s at the time or I guess she still is but she was like early 30s at the time and she had just gotten out of a breakup she was engaged to this guy that she had been dating since like high school that went south and then um she started you know as one does gets on tinder swipes and swipes and then she came across this guy and it felt like they were only dating through for like three months. It was probably closer to six, but next thing I know they're getting married. So it does happen in real life and they're still together. And it's been, I don't know, probably five years, close to five years. So it happens, but. Oh no, I definitely have like this placeholder theory that there's just some people who like have decided what they want their life to look like. And it doesn't really matter who's in the spouse role. Like they're just looking for a placeholder. That's true. Interesting. Um, not sure that's healthy, but that is true. Definitely. I, yeah. I'm really just saying I've seen several people who do that. Interesting theories about relationships. Should we write a book? 
Yes, we absolutely should. <laughs> Not the first time I've been asked. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm a believer in the placeholder theory and your stick and potatoes theory, Jade. I mean, it's, uh, you're going to hear, and I'm sure you heard like oh, last week, but you'll also hear it this week and next week. The steak and potatoes, I'm running with that shit. I'll credit you every time. But like, I'm like, you know what? Steak- For somebody who is so against this theory and now you're all about it. Well, I was just against like seeing, seeming like a bitch. <laughs> just because you're a steak doesn't mean you're a bitch. Well, There's- I hadn't, I hadn't been that self-actualized yet. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, listen, I'm a team player. I go 50, 50, you know, like it's not like that, but. I see it's more of a personality energy kind of vibe more so than a, how you treat people vibe. Cause that's kind of how I felt before, but look, that's called being an evolved person when you can go from one opinion to another by listening through thoughtful discussion. <laughs> You've been educated. That's what it's like. I haven't been doing a good job teaching anyone this year. So I'm glad to have one tick mark. <laughs> yeah. I am yeah. sure you're a fantastic teacher, Jade. My uh, my need to be an A plus student runs strongly into thirty second year of life. <laughs> um, what would you say this would be like in 2022? Like, what would be some like differences, or who do you think would be the actors playing these characters, or anything like that? Well, for one, there wouldn't be a Rolodex; it would just be your iPhone contacts. Yeah, yeah. Be a- I think they'd go through Insta. Yeah, that would work too. More because, like, again, Snapchat, everybody's phone numbers. You know, like, because you're trying slide to slide into the DMs with like a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah, there'd be more DMs happening. I think it would not be a Rolodex or IG or your contacts. It's a note you keep on your phone where you have like weird notes about these guys. Or if you ever want to like set people up, because that is what I would do. And I already told you, I really identified with her plotting that Rolodex down and picking cards out. So I would have like a- You used to have an iPhone note like that when you- I delete all my notes, y'all. You know, I love the freedom of the purge. Do you have any thoughts on like actors who would be Harriet and Sally? Thought on an actor, but I think this is a movie- that people would firebomb today because nothing happens in it. So I think the plot would have to be just like dialed up to a thousand. There's going to have to be something overlaid over top of it. I have a Or it'd be like an indie movie. It would not be like a blockbuster hit. I think it would be a Netflix movie. And then people would be okay with it being dull because I saw some fucking, uh, what was that girl? Not Vanessa Hudgens, but Victorious, the girl from Victorious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her name is Victorious. Anyway, she was in it and she was like playing a girl who worked at a winery and like went to this Australian winery. And it was so like watching paint dry of a <laughs> film. And I think a lot of Netflix movies are like that. And people just like eat them up because it's like a quick fix. So I feel like this would get like, if it were on Netflix, it would get a little more love because it's like smarter than the average Netflix netflix film but it wouldn't it would make the expectations low and again it's an aesthetic movie for people so they would just be like "Ooh, fall let me like dress with the leaves it would definitely have a cult following oh and then what did you think of his um declaration at new year's that's a pretty famous bit too 
I was going to say, I didn't realize that line came from this movie. The like, once you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody and you want it to start now. I was like, oh, I know that one. Yes. And when he mentions his favoritism of everything that's wrong with her. That's yeah. true. I mean, I don't know, I, I don't I'm know asking, how I feel about that uh, one. You guys can't tell, but I'm looking at Jade, who's married, <laughs> for some advice on that. Well, I said, stalker up to that point i said do we not have call blocking yet Blech. oh yeah that's why i think he's a cancer like <laughs> not knowing how to like we we said stop that's enough boundaries and this yeah. is specific to cancer men not cancer women yes. um just because carly <laughs> <laughs> but also generally cancer women are just a different vibe okay so now that we've figured out you guys hate this movie, um, do you want to <laughs> holiday quick fire? Because it's going to be a quick episode. Sure. Hard to I'll- say a lot about a movie where nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> True. I guess next time I'll ask you guys what movies you'd be interested in doing. For some reason, someone, and I promise you it was not me, someone was like, we should play When Harry Met Sally. I think it's because we had done like, we had put like a cheesy Christmas movie and then it was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's another fall movie. And somebody said that. Yeah. And then my friend just spent like 90 minutes yelling about how, like, how the fuck are we supposed to believe Billy Crystal is a leading man? <laughs> and she's like, who would I want mean... that? And so she, I'm not saying she was wrong, but it was really funny to witness. And maybe I should have invited her because she would have, she loves to pop off on things that she loathes. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was, um, I was talking on my previous episode that, um, when I was younger, I like did not understand Bridget Jones' diary at all. I think I also like had a Renee Zellweger block for some reason at a time. <laughs> I, like, arbitrarily decided like she was not for me. And so I was just like, uh, like, and then the whole like self-loathing and the messaging. I was just like, girl, just like get some confidence. You're bo- like, you're bothering me. Like, just fix it. <laughs> like, I was so anti her. This girl like needs to get a grip. But then when I was watching it on a plane um, recently, I was like, I did too. I kind of like understand, you know, where she's coming from, like, like being that age specifically and just like dealing with society's bullshit and then like dealing with men who are fake as shit. You know, it's like, it was, Mm -hmm. it like brought me as older. I think it was just like, I didn't have problems like that when I was that age. So I was like, but again, you're talking to somebody who like related to the first wives club when she was six. So I don't know what it is that I relate to. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're an I enigma in like 72 my whole life. So because I, I just, I just was like, why is this woman acting like a petulant child? Like just go to sleep at 10 PM. Your life will be better. <laughs> I just rewatched that going to London. Cause I watched all the London movies going. Yeah. Like it's definitely something that I think you can relate to more as an adult, especially like a single adult. Although the whole like she starts out the movie at like 132 pounds. And I remember it, it was a big deal. When I heard that. Renette, yeah. I was like, that's what they were calling fat. Like, and she had a gain again, weight had, like, a for that. Memory. Like I they mean, made her gain weight for this role. And I'm like, how small is she supposed to be? For the role because of how much work she put in mm-hmm. she 132 that one always throws me for a loop here's another fun fact i've always liked bridget jones diary but that is because it is an interpretation of pride and prejudice yes 
Yeah. yeah, that one was pretty obvious with the isn't his name Darcy? Yeah. 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 Which I also watched that on the plane oh. ride home from London. <laughs> the one with uh Kira Knightley. Yeah. I've only seen that. I saw it for the second time in my life this fall. I was like, I had decided I had thought in my mind. So again, my mind is so powerful, you guys. I had made myself believe that I hated it for some reason. <laughs> Like just arbitrarily. And I think what happened is um, my cousin is obsessive with the things that she likes more than I am, if you can imagine. And so she's always been a, she's a big Anglophile, loves all that stuff. And so she's always been a Pride and Prejudice person. And I think when I watched it for the time, it was with her. And she does this thing, like her memory is crazy. She had only seen it like once or twice and she knew the words already. So she would recite the words before they were about to say it mm. and I was like well this movie fucking sucks and then I was like <laughs> so then when I watched it this fall I was like oh it's actually kind of good when someone is not like yeah. saying every word in the back of your ear she also like, like I feel like you'd like it because of Bridgerton like yeah there's not as spicy scenes well, but like it's got the I'm slow huge, burn weirdly I'm not a huge like period piece person like that's not my usual jam Bridgerton I was like Shonda that's gonna mm-hmm. be a mess. But she's got that good slow burn, especially with the count. <laughs> the last one. That's true. That one was real slow. Yeah. Like, good for them. I What's your was- favorite? No, the Bridgerton oh, season two. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, we know you're a- no, no, no. Oh yeah, we know. She did a good That's- slow burn in Bridgerton oh, yeah. season two. Oh yeah. No, that one was way better than season one. Agreed. I agree. For the porn. I know that's a hot take and that people might not agree with us, but I like season two better. No, season one is for people who need porn to (laughs) fair. Fair. (laughs) The season two is for the sapiosexuals. Um, anywho, that's not what this podcast is about, but here we are. Or is it? Um holiday quick fire. What is your favorite holiday movie? You guys can in order. I know mine, but it's very lame. I don't. You go first, Jade. Let me think. Is it um, White Christmas? No, it's just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. I watched that the other night. Oh, you know who loves that movie? My dad. Really? Yeah. It's funny. It's awful, Um, actually. I don't know if you've watched it recently, but like, it's not a good movie. But there's some such a soft spot in my heart. There's some. PC moments that would not fly today for sure but no it's not my favorite but my family does watch White Christmas every year when we put up the tree like as tradition Um, so like the lines are stuck in my head I think my favorite might be the holiday and maybe that's cliche but it's just I don't know I can watch it year round yeah I was like I watched it recently and um it's interesting in that like you know now the tv movies make it vomit christmas everywhere which is actually not my aesthetic like i don't like Mm -hmm. you know the maximalist energy and uh of christmas in other areas of my life i do (laughs) Um, but uh but that movie like is very like you could kind of watch it and not know it's about christmas for a lot of it and like you know because british people call vacation Mm -hmm anyway so I think that's like also half the intention is like you don't really know it's Christmas till like 
it's Christmas Eve and they're like all dressed up in places. Like, cause for the LA part, there's like not like true for all viruses bullshit. She didn't put up a tree. No, she did have a Hanukkah party though. Yeah. Um, but another okay. one that just came out that I think is similar to that. Like the not Christmas shoved down your throat vibe is it's, I think it's on Netflix, but it's that something from Tiffany's movie came out this year. And it was pretty cute. I think it's based off a book. It's I think it's one of Reese Witherspoon's uh, book club books, probably. But it was a cute book. Or, or uh, I didn't read it. A cute movie. And it wasn't. It was a Christmas movie, but it was not shoved down your throat. Yeah. I think sometimes those are better. Yeah. But just friends. I mean, that's a yeah. choice. Yeah. I, I respect that it's a, a, a different choice. There's like a astrology meme person i follow and for libra's son they put on a ferris in that movie and i was really <laughs> fucking offended i was like cool unhinged love that definitely unhinged giving the performances of their lives in that movie and i like that Christmas- you've got ryan reynolds amy yeah. smart on a ferris yeah. the other How, uh what is that guy's name chris klein chris klein yeah chris from klein like, in that movie? yeah he what played, a fever like, dream of a guy. human is he yeah. with us yeah, he's still alive. Also, okay. the mom is the mom from like uh she's the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh somebody actually famous, and I can't think of what her name is. I have no idea what her name is, nice. but she's played a cuckoo mother twice now. Yeah, star studded cast. All right. What are some of your favorite holiday songs? Mm. Is the damn season by Taylor Swift. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> I like I'm not a type of person who like listens to a lot like I'll make a playlist or something and I might listen to it once or twice but I'm not like the type of person who starts playing Christmas music the second it hits like November like it's it's too much to me I mean like obviously the classic all I want for Christmas is you is great but also you can hear that too many times so I, I was on like a bashing of that song for a few years but this year it like has renaissance in my heart like all of a sudden I'm like I think it's because I'm not hearing three sizes that day (laughs) I think it's because uh I'm not hearing like random drunk strangers yell it off key in my face and make it their (laughs) personality like I'm just listening to it alone and I can kind of be pumped up for it what's the Ariana Grande one she is a good one that I can get um or snow in California I was gonna say Actual the one, my only wish, obviously, that's Merry a good Christmas, one. Happy Holidays by Insane. Oh, the Insane yeah. Christmas album is the best Christmas album of all time. I've only listened to the one song of it. Oh my god, I it's have like the album. Covers. Yeah, I we I will bring it to New Year's. We will listen to it. I don't know how because Laura, it's, it's on Spotify. Okay, then we'll listen to it on Spotify. But it is <laughs> I'm like it's not Christmas 1989. <laughs> you know what? It should be because that's the best way to listen to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah you want to hear the scratches from when she dropped it in her it's in good condition because it's it's great there is um like I was testing I have like a new laptop so I was testing the audio on this um earlier today and like when I played the file it was like on my iTunes and so then it went into like my iTunes library shuffle which is a lot of music and there was a song that like I guess it had to have been from like an album that I had like you know burned into the library like a cd and you can hear the skips. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot this happened to this song. 
Oh gosh. And I was like, why is it glitching on in like a, a laptop? And then I was like, oh, because it was once on these things we call CDs that I had probably scratched being or like a lime wire download person. and at the end it's like this is K97 or whatever from whoever recorded it and oh, yeah. plugged it. I love it. My actual favorite Christmas song though is Step Into Christmas by Elton John. Ooh. Wow. Again, you're just coming in with like little pinch hitters. cuts. Yeah. I'm trying to think what like one of my I love um what Christmas means to me by Stevie Wonder is good too. Oh, that's, that's a, a good one. That's a soft one. That one's on my playlist that I listen I'm to. I'm like, gonna go listen to all the music. Also, album wise, this might be too on brand for me, but love me a Gwen Stefani album and <laughs> <Alfred Nizel. laughs> a Christmas album. I'm sure she does. Does she have a Christmas album? She has Christmas singles, Jade. <laughs> yeah, on all the television channels I watch. Um, you need to listen to Hear This Christmas. And um, what is the other one? Clearly, I'm such a stan. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't think of it in my head, but I don't know the name also, of it. For the Taylor Swift, even though I'm always shit talking, I love, um, I like that Christmas tree song. Christmas tree farm. Oh, Christmas tree farm. Cute. Yeah. It's like very um, Oh, you make it feel like Christmas. That one. Yeah. Indeed. That one's like on all the commercials. Interesting. Uh, this is lame, but also have y'all ever listened to the Justin Bieber Christmas album? Because not the full album, just the mistletoe yeah. song. I have that one I have on a CD. It's in my mom's car. What? I think I'll go home and listen to like it in its best form, which is driving around with your mom at night doing last minute Christmas shopping. Oh, oh that's such a vibe. Mm-hmm. I can picture it now. Um, yeah. Christmas lights on the houses going around the neighborhood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Going to Target. It's picked oh, yeah. up. There's weirdly oh, yeah. a lot of people there. Oh, all of the targets here have been wastelands. Like I was just looking for Christmas cards because you know my jam <laughs> and bitches were sold out everywhere. All I my Christmas cards are from Trader Joe's. You should be getting them soon. Mm. Oh. I can't wait. We don't do a Christmas card because they're lazy. Well, like that's I wild consider your do... man loves some some shutter yeah. That's all I've got. And I've you have like people. wedding pictures. That's like prime like Christmas card. That's not the one wedding picture content. you're gonna get. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a great picture. Left, I'll send you another one. Yeah, why not? It's on my the, list. Yeah, I think like the winter wedding is like you could use it any year, honestly. When you feel I like mean, you that. paid God knows what for those pictures, so you might as well get your use out of them. <laughs> I feel like you probably have. I'm sure we'll see some stuff next. I post them to Instagram all the time. Week. That's true. That's oh, true. true. I am like great that pictures. Is, <laughs> every time someone has been born, it's like, hey. Happy birthday. Hey, did you guys know I got married this year? You know what it I really like love you about your life or, this uh, year was when you were there for my wedding. <laughs> it looks like the ones with Taylor and she's crying in half of them. I know. I love her. Thank you. They're great. They're adorable. Of crying pictures of Taylor I was going to use on her birthday. <laughs> They're great. You should have done that on the stories with Tis the Dampsies. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Um, hot cocoa or hot toddy? Ooh, I'm not sure I've actually had a hot toddy, to be honest. I have had a hot toddy. I get you fucked up. Uh, hot chocolate. <laughs> I'm going to go with chocolate, a classic. I will probably enjoy a hot toddy because who doesn't? But they've got a lot of sugar in them. They're yeah. very, they're just easy to drink. Yeah. That's probably not the right thing to say. But anyway, <laughs> somebody My make me a hot toddy. 
whatever that Puerto Rican eggnog is that you make. Oh, oh yeah. I've had a lot of gringos texting me this season asking like, is this the right recipe? And I'm like, um, I'll like steer them in the right direction. I just don't give like one of my final ingredients, but I make sure that they take out some variations of things that, that I makes sense. a bar I went to recently had it and I tried it and it was fine, but it wasn't great. You know, well, it wasn't made with my amor, you know, can somebody make mold wine again in our holiday gathering? Because our last one, Everybody drank it before I got some, and now that's all I want. Oh, I, I, no, I didn't. I kind of made that at Friendsgiving, and no one drank it. Well, somebody, I wasn't there, so somebody. I love Melbourne. Unfortunately, I was wondering because I was like, "Why is nobody drinking this?" So it must have been the. Yeah, I can make must be rectified, Jade. If you want next or this week. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) um, do you guys prefer red or green? Oh, green, obviously. Yeah, I'm more of a green person. Like a nice, like hunter emerald green. Mm -hmm. But you really can't complain without the other in this Christmas season. Jade, I'm shocked you're anti red considering, again, the swift allegiance. Yeah, but my name is Jade. Oh, things I've never. (laughs) Well, my name is Ruby and I prefer green. So. You're a you're a name traitor, a traitor yeah. to my own existence. So, green is my favorite color. So, um, I was wearing not this, but a different jacket in the same color yesterday, and some guy at Trader Joe's said, "Yeah, love that olive green drip." And I was like, "Can you just bag my groceries and never speak to me again?" <laughs> like, I'm also wearing olive. I was like, "I'm 32. Don't say the word drip to me. It doesn't mean the same thing." Was don't he young me. or was he like old trying to be? Young? I did not make eye contact. No, it was a youth. I just don't know no, if it was it was actually our age or just somebody who had more youthful vocabulary than I do. Um, a white Christmas or a beach Christmas? A white Christmas is so magical when it happens, mm-hmm. which it did in 2020. And it was just so beautiful. But it was a light snow, or at least I don't know about where you are, but where I was, it was. I mean, it really had the some, dusting. Yeah. It had that like Taylor Swift end of all too well, 10 minute version. <laughs> <laughs> what? Does is it know at the end of that? Now? <laughs> Does it snow at the end of that? I don't remember. Yeah. And I remember the first falling snow and how it glistened as it fell. Oh. Well. (laughs) Fake fan alert. I I don't seek out. I'm sure I'll have a white Christmas. And oh, yeah. You're going to like You're going north. Oh, in Minnesota. (laughs) Never mind. No, necessary. That's just the. Well, the worst part is it might just be freezing and there's like one day it may snow see i feel like if it's freezing it has no business being that cold unless it snows and if there's no snow what's the point it's gonna snow possibly tomorrow and then wednesday and thursday so at least i'll get three days and then there's two days i'm not leaving the home because it's the icon is just wind which means crazy that's awful and all of the lows next week are in a negative number and i feel like you use heated blankets when it's 70 degrees outside so i don't know how you're gonna survive well she keeps the house really hot she Mm. she also loves a hot 
so weak when it comes to to heat when you're just like the Caribbean jeans overtook the Viking jeans that's what happened like in the womb like my mom rubbed her belly and said this shall be a child of the islands not a child of (laughs) the tundra and then because I've spent like many a winter in Minnesota and I've never taken to it not like my father with his very white legs in shorts. <laughs> I saw those legs recently and I went, whoa. Like, I need some glasses. Please. Oh, sorry. Unhealed trauma. Um, <laughs> do you prefer giving or receiving? I have a lot of fun giving, usually. Sometimes it's hard to pick something, but I do like giving. Me too. I hate both. And I actually hate both. I exist. And this is why I like Thanksgiving better than Christmas. I feel like it's all the fun of Christmas with none of the uh, stress of gift giving or receiving. True. I'm going to put a caveat on that. I don't like gifting my family because it's too much drama. But friends, and it's just like, little things that I see that remind me of somebody or like something thoughtful like that I like doing but like having to get like aunts and cousins and all that kind of stuff it's it's too much but like friends giving I like (laughs) (laughs) when is it okay to begin decorating for the holidays the weekend after Thanksgiving I actually had a very fierce debate with my students about this 2020 I did it early sorry Laura what did you say I said uh 2020 I started early but we were all like in lockdown and what else was I gonna do but usually it's like the weekend after Thanksgiving okay Um, sure of Thanksgiving ugly sweaters or match or matching pjs Ooh, pjs no, but I love Jade showing her PJs for all the people. 2023, I might become like a YouTube girly too, but like for yeah, I'm gonna need to bring my ring light back. Yeah, I need so if somebody wants to give me a gift, it would be a nice ring light. Ooh, so many Sally Albrights on the call. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally just if I get my shit together. So it's really like 3070 at this point. Holidays at home or a destination holiday? Well, I have a new rule well, where I will never travel for a holiday again. It's so stressful. A woman lost her son at the airport on the Ooh. morning back from Thanksgiving. And she's just screaming and running around in the airport at like 530 in the morning in Austin. So busy. And I was like, did I just like walk into hell? And I made that <laughs> to myself. I'm never traveling for the holidays ever again. I think the no. trick is that you have to leave early and leave late. So you miss like the rush and the crazy. But I don't think I've ever spent like a big holiday traveling. It's always been kind of local. As it should be. God, the Virgo jumped out. <laughs> um, the Grinch or Buddy the Elf? I'm gonna go with Grinch. For what? Just would you rather? No, not would you rather. <laughs> <from> neither. <laughs> um, I meant like very. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
Harry from Harry. Family program. Buddy the Elf. Fuck Mary Kill. Wait, who was the third? Harry from Harry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously we know who we'd kill. <laughs> um, yeah, so fuck Mary Kill, Jade, Harry, Buddy, or the Grinch, because you didn't answer the would you rather. Truthfully, probably fuck Harry. He seems to have something going for him there. Marry the Grinch because he finds self care to be really important. And I relate like to the Grinch. A nice guy, and then kill Buddy the Elf because he's really annoying. I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I agree with this. There, there seems to be like a a strong. I thought there was more of this elf falling. I've never seen the film to be honest. So what? I, yeah, that's called Absent Father, not real Absent Father. <laughs> Not a real Maybe one. He did you a favor, one, but he like. There's all these movies where he's like, "Why haven't you seen this? I love this movie." And I'm like, "So where did you see it?" And he's like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "So then you don't even remember showing it to me." Bad parenting. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I told you with Josh that like we watched Back to the Future together for the first time, and I was 31, and I was just wow, like, this is weird. So I just like just found the movie real creepy and odd that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> i like that's- the second one better yeah I've seen her yet maybe that'll be next christmas with colin um while we're working on these oh and then last one peppermint or cinnamon peppermint. yeah peppermint have y'all had that peppermint milkshake from chick-fil-a it's so good that was really good now i want one you know what I the know, correct right? mistake I made yesterday while I was doing Christmas shopping? I was like, hmm, do I want Chick-fil-A or do I want Chipotle? Chipotle, I guess. And then I had the lingering thought, will I be sad if like I crave Chick-fil-A tomorrow? <laughs> One day I can't have it. And I was like, probably not. And then sure enough, today I was like, oh, yep. could have been so just- fucking good to have some grilled little nuggets in my mouth. <laughs> I live across the street from one and I was like you know what I'm I forgot it was Sunday I was like I'm gonna get some because I really wanted mac and cheese and I wanted chicken I was like I'm gonna get Chick-fil-A and get their mac and cheese and then I walk past it and of course it's closed so that's why I have Popeye's <laughs> well I'm so glad that I chose a movie that you two were utterly disappointed by yeah um, that's like a really swell way to end this year so bum, bum, bum. like what a mood lifter can't wait 2023 best year yet hey i guess i'll uh so you guys like bridget jones diary that seems to be yeah so, there's some relatable moments i guess you guys uh laurel will be a three-peater and jade might be the first fourth unless for some reason there's a movie with amber carly so you guys <laughs> just be neck and neck Oh man, what if there was a super episode of Super Peters? <laughs> oh my god, it's like my personal infinity war. Which is- <laughs> oh god, of you. It gets be- dusted. It'd be a terrorist uh, associate. It'd be more like the Suicide Squad, honestly. <laughs> Just like the Joker, Harley Quinn, other violent people. I want to be the one with the shark head, so. <laughs> I'll be Viola Davis. That's the only thing I remember from that movie. <laughs> I don't think I even saw that movie. <sighs> I think I've tried to watch it twice. And she's all I remember. Well, 
any any lingering thoughts any feelings on this year um next year you've got mail over when harry met sally that's my lingering thought well there it is (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here this one (laughs) not like i don't see you guys constantly so thanks (laughs) 